0: Hello, and welcome to the Meet Me and Isaiah podcast. My name is Marnie Clark. I'm your host. And today we are concluding our Meet Your Messiah series with Nearness to the Sufferers. So we've been doing this Meet Your Messiah series for some time now, and we are wrapping it up. I wanted to tell you a little bit about my heart for this series, why we were doing this series, you may know from an earlier episode that Meet Me in Isaiah is meeting Jesus in the book of Isaiah. The Me is Jesus, and that we find him all throughout the book. You we find him throughout the whole entire Bible, old and New Testaments. But in Isaiah, Isaiah 53 in particular, is just such a glaring, beautiful picture of Jesus 700 years before he came to earth. And so it just, it's so comforting to see that God's word is true. It it proves true time and time again. But the Meet Your Messiah series is meant to show that Jesus, when he came, he offers so much to each of us. If we are in Christ, we get all the benefits of what he did on the cross for us personally. we, Of course, the most amazing gift is that he brings us to the Father by taking our sins away, by taking those out of the way. But then there are so many other benefits, like Psalm 103 says, forget not his benefits. He does all these things for us. And so today is just a really personal story um, that I wanted to share, a recent story. And a lot of times what I've heard, because I, I really love hearing testimonies, I like to, to find testimonies online. And I just, in my heart is so filled up when I hear how people found Jesus. A lot of people have trouble trusting God because they have experienced such intense personal suffering and they just can't understand how Jesus is real for them. Like maybe they didn't, maybe they have experienced, maybe you have experienced such dark times that you just think, how can it be true? You you might hear other people. You might have heard me talk about God answering prayer and feeling his presence. And and it's like, okay, well, that's great for you. But what about me? I'm not feeling that. I'm experiencing such a dark time. And things are just so horrible in, in, in your life, maybe. Maybe things are just out of control and you feel so far from God and you feel like you've been crying out to him, but you haven't heard anything. So I I wanted to do this episode because I want you to know that I've been there too, where I have felt like I have not heard back when I've called out. There have been those times of silence and they can be very unsettling. Or those times when maybe we've asked God for something over and over because something in your life maybe that is just ongoing. You know, I have a, an earlier episode where I talk about how God answered my prayer for healing and it was a long chronic issue and he did. He came through and answered that prayer. but I have other things in my life that are still hanging out there, that the prayer is still out there. And it's been years for certain things. I can look back and see that he answered a long-term prayer for me for peace. I had years where I, I believed in Jesus. I believed he was my savior, but I could not feel the peace. I just felt such chronic anxiety. He came in and answered that prayer for me. But it was a prayer of years, and there were really dark times. And so today, I wanted to conclude the Meet Your Messiah series with Jesus, our Messiah, as being near to sufferers. There's actually a book that I've mentioned a couple of times on this podcast. It's called Gentle and Lowly by Dane Ortland. I think I'm pronouncing that correctly. The Heart of Christ for Sinners and Sufferers. And I'm going to read an excerpt out of that book just to start this episode. It'll just set the stage for what I'm about to say. He says, reason that Jesus is in such close solidarity with us is that the difficult path we are on is not unique to us. He has journeyed on it himself. It is not only that Jesus can relieve us from our troubles like a doctor prescribing medicine, it is also that before any relief comes, he is with us in our troubles like a doctor who has endured the same disease, I love that. That I, that just that really sets the stage for what I'm going to share. About a week ago, there was a prayer that that I've had for many years, and I've seen I've seen God come in and answer, making things better but there's an there's an old issue an old wound that that I've had really just prayed about for many many years and it has been so intense and so agonizing and I was j- journaling about it last week and crying and I you know, it's interesting because I may have mentioned before that sometimes God speaks to me. He primarily speaks to me through his word, but sometimes I will remember a dream. I had the night before, and it's kind of like a parable in a way. It's like I'll dream something, and then I'll, I'll think of a verse that corresponds with that dream, and I'm like, oh, okay. The night before, I dreamed I was supposed to take my daughter To birthday party, and she was really excited about it. Now, my daughter's 16 now, so in my dream, she was a little bit younger. But in my dream, I had left my car at home because I was told that I could borrow somebody else's car. Well, that car wouldn't start, and we were stranded. But I thought, no problem, I'm gonna call my husband, Clay, and he will come and get us. And so I called him in my dream, and he didn't answer. I called him again, and I was talking to him, but he didn't seem to be listening to me. I kept repeating my problem to him over and over, but he was not answering me, and he just didn't seem to care. And I was worried because my daughter was standing there next to me overhearing this, and I'm like, she's going to think that Clay doesn't care. And it was just a horrible dream. (laughs) And I knew what it meant because first of all my husband Clay would never do that. If I if I called him and told him I was stranded, like he would be in the car before I could finish my sentence. I mean he would he would be on the way. And I knew that in this in this dream that Clay represented Jesus, and you know, in the in the in the Bible, it says that we are the bride um, of Christ, and so I knew He represented Jesus in my dream, and and so as I was sitting there last week journaling, writing the dream down, it was as if I I just felt the Lord speak to my heart and say, Clay would never, ever do that to you? If Clay wouldn't do that to you, do you think that I would do that to you? Oh, you of little faith. It reminded me actually of how the verses in Isaiah 49 read when, when he's talking about a mother and a nursing child. And it says this, it says, but Zion, this is um, Isaiah 49:14 through16. But Zion says, "The Lord has forsaken me, and the Lord has forgotten me. Can a woman forget her nursing child and have no compassion on the son of her womb? Even these may forget, but I will not forget you. Behold, I have inscribed you, on the palms of my hands your walls are continually before me and so it's kind of funny like even this minute it's it's really funny because i'm literally thinking more i'm 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 realizing more about that dream i hadn't thought it all the way through but this is kind of just i'm just realizing in the dream it was like It wasn't even something crucial that I had to get her to. It was a birthday party. And my husband still, he would have jumped in the car and and come and gotten us and taken her to that birthday party. It's like when we have these things that are incredibly, incredibly important in our lives, places of deep hurt. And God seems silent. There's a reason, and we don't understand it. We don't understand it. But Jesus came in the flesh. The word of God became flesh and, and made his tent among us, is what John 1 says. Isaiah 53, 4 says, Surely our griefs he himself bore... And our sorrows he carried. He came to earth and experienced what we experience. Isaiah 53, 8 says he was cut off of the land of the living. You know, when when Jesus was on the cross and our sin was on him, like he had the weight of the world's sin on him, his father turned and looked away from him because God cannot look on sin. And Jesus said, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? If you are suffering and you feel utterly forsaken by God, know that Jesus knows exactly how you feel. And pour out your heart to him. Because in the Psalms, it says that he keeps our tears in his bottle. Your tears are precious to him. And the problem is, we're not going to understand. There's so much we don't understand. So much we don't understand. There's a psalm that really gives me comfort when I don't understand. And and I feel like, why? Why? There's a psalm. It's Psalm 131. And it says, Oh Lord, my heart is not proud. My eyes nor my eyes haughty, nor do I involve myself in great matters or in things too difficult for me. Surely I have composed and quieted my soul like a weaned child rests against his mother. My soul is like a weaned child within me. O Israel, hope in the Lord from this time forth and forever. There are things that we will not understand now. We're just not going to. But he understands and his love for us is so, so amazing. So amazing. And there's nowhere we can go to escape that love. If we are in Christ, there's nothing that can separate us from God. Okay, this verse is so beautiful because sometimes you feel cut off when you're suffering. But listen to this. This is the New Living Translation of Romans eight thirty five through 37. It says, can anything ever separate us from Christ's love? Does it mean he no longer loves us if we have trouble or calamity or are persecuted or hungry or destitute or in danger or threatened with death? As the scriptures say, for your sake, we are killed all we are killed every day. We are being slaughtered like sheep. No, despite all these things, overwhelming victory is ours through Christ who loved us. When you feel cut off or you feel like your suffering is just you're drowning in whatever that unanswered prayer seems to be. You feel like God, if he loved you, he would take that from you. Just remember that he absolutely understands. Since 818, it says, yet what we suffer now is nothing compared to the glory he will reveal to us later. We We want answers now. But. Eternity is so real and this is comforting when you have, when you have those times where you think this didn't get answered. Maybe, maybe you have a relative who, who has passed away and the grief is just more than you can bear. Listen to this. It says, I heard a loud shout from the throne saying, look. God's home is now among his people. God himself will be with them. He will wipe every tear from their eyes and there will be no more death or sorrow or crying or pain. All these things are gone forever. And the one sitting on the throne said, look, I am making everything new. And then he said to me, write this down for what I tell you is trustworthy and true. And he also said, it is finished. I am the alpha and the omega, the beginning and the end. To all who are thirsty, I will give freely from the springs of the water of life. So there will be a day when whatever that thing is in your life that has not been answered yet maybe it'll get answered here. I'm not saying it won't. God is still doing miracles. He is doing miracles every day. In fact, just as a, as a side note, if you want your faith strengthened, listen to a podcast that I have come upon. It's called the Everyday Miracles podcast, the Everyday Miracles podcast. And there are real, live, amazing, dramatic miracles that are happening now today in 2023, and that may be you. Maybe God is going to pull you out of that suffering, but if there is some suffering that you are still enduring right now, just know that we'll make everything right one day. He loves you so much. He loves you so much. So the verses in Revelation that I read, Revelation 21, of course, remind me of Isaiah 55 that says, come everyone who thirsts, come to the waters and he who has no money, come buy and eat, come buy wine and milk without money and without price. you so much for joining us today. I am so excited about our upcoming interviews. You do not want to miss them. So go ahead and hit the subscribe button so you are alerted to these future episodes. And feel free to reach out if you have any questions or you have a suggestion for someone that we should have on our show. My email is info at meetmeandisaiah.com.